0: Hi, it's Jason Crane with a special episode of The Jazz Session. This really isn't even an episode, it's kind of a mini-episode, and I know a lot of podcasts call those mini i but I'm, I'm not going to do that. I saw that Jimmy Cobb passed away, and I wanted to tell you the story of how I once ended up having dinner with Jimmy Cobb in a very small town in northern Japan. I lived in Japan twice. The first time was from 1991 to 92, and the second time was from 1996 to 98. The first time, I lived in a town called Furukawa, which is in Miyagi Prefecture, which is in the northern part of Japan, kind of around the area where the um, nuclear incident was, Fukushima reactor incident. And when I lived in that town, there was a jazz club in that town, which was very unlikely. I mean, there's no reason. There should have been one except that A guy who lived in the town, who was from the town originally, was a drummer, and he had been a studio drummer in Tokyo for many years. He was one of the first call jazz drummers, and he had played with everybody as a result of that. But then, I forget if it was an illness in his family or his own illness, he ended up moving back to the town he was from, and so he opened a jazz club. And because Japan has really good high-speed rail transportation, When artists would come in to play the big cities, they could, within a couple hours, be in his little town, and so he would often get big names to come up and play. And then he also had both established and kind of more regional Japanese musicians who would play as well. So when I was living in that town, I hung out in that club quite a bit. I mean, I was too young to be in a club, but, you know, they kind of made it an exception. When my first wife and I moved to Japan in 1996, we initially stayed with one of my host families back in that town. We were looking for jobs in Tokyo and Yokohama, which is where we ended up moving, but while we were looking for jobs, we stayed with them. And uh, the master, which was what everybody called this drummer guy who ran the club, he uh, invited us to come over and see him at the club, and we did, and he said, um, oh, you know, by the way... Jimmy Cobb and Eddie Gomez are playing here tonight. They're on tour of Japan and they're going to be in the club. Would you like to come by? And, of course, (laughs) I wanted to come by. So, we were walking around town that afternoon and across the street we could see, like on the other side of the main street, on the sidewalk, we could see walking in our direction two other non-Japanese people. And this is not a town where there are non-Japanese people. It's it was just us, almost all the time. And it, clearly it was uh, Jimmy Cobb and Eddie Gomez, right? There was no there was no question about it. But there was no way I was going to cross this street and talk to these two giants of the world of jazz. This was many years before I was interviewing people professionally on the radio. I mean, I was 21 years old, 22 years old, I guess. And I, although I had been on the radio hosting a jazz show, I had never interviewed anybody that was not the kind of guy I was so we saw them walk by us and of course they saw us because again this is not a town where there were other non-Japanese people and we kinda made eye contact and we went on our way so later that evening we show up at the club which was called Hana which is like flower castle castle of flowers and there they were along with Jeremy Steig the flautist and also a piano player who was based in Vegas, and I can't remember his name. Um, he his level of notoriety was not on the level of Jimmy Cobb, Eddie Gomez, and Jeremy Stag. And it really, all, you know, there was that the band and us. We were the only people in the room who all spoke English. Uh, the master didn't really speak English very much, and his wife was there, I think, and I don't think she spoke English at all. And then I can't remember if there was if there were any other people from the town who were there or other musicians, but pretty much I did the best I could to interpret for both sides and then mostly it was just Jen and me and sitting directly across from us was Jimmy and Eddie and we were mostly talking with them and then Jeremy and the other guy, the piano player were, you know, chiming in occasionally as well And the thing is, like, at 22 years old, first of all, I knew a lot less about the history of jazz than I know now. So I wouldn't have been able to have as in-depth a conversation as I could have had years later. But certainly, I knew enough to know, you know, who I was talking to. And I don't think I brought up one single jazz question, nor do I think music ever came up in the conversation. We mostly talked about food. And Japanese food and traveling and that kind of thing. Um, We talked about the food we were actually eating and what we were being served. I mean, it was a... I was going to say a pedestrian conversation. It wasn't pedestrian. It wasn't boring. It's just... You know, it's like if you get to hang out with, like, a Hall of Fame pitcher or something and you never bring up baseball. It was was very much that kind of thing. Like, no one ever spoke Miles Davis' name despite the fact that two of the people sitting across from me had regularly played with Bill Evans nobody spoke Bill Evans you know that kind of a thing so I don't have the, my story for you is not the story of oh and I sat in this tiny little club in northern Japan and listened to Jimmy Cobb tell stories about recording Kind of Blue or anything like that it wasn't that kind of thing, it was just I had a pretty human evening with two guys who were giants in this music that I liked and because I wasn't really in a place to have anything other than just a normal human conversation like you might have with two strangers over dinner that's just the kind of conversation we had and it was really lovely and I've always carried that memory with me I never saw either of them again and I always regretted that to be totally honest but I always carried the memory of that with me they were really the first two jazz musicians I ever had a chance to just sit and hang out with You know jazz musicians who had a noticeable impact on the universe i had met one other person i'd met arturo sandoval because he uh, played at the college i went to for about 10 minutes but i mean i met him like in the dressing room because i was in the latin band that was opening for him you know he met a bunch of us at one time said hello that was it so this was really the first experience i had just getting to sit across from you know guys who are giants and it was really beautiful it was a really, really beautiful experience. And then just as a coda to that story, I will say, you know, from their point of view, first of all, they'd already had to take a couple hour train trip up north to play in this tiny club. I mean, I, I, assu- I don't know how the master paid anybody to do this because the club barely sat anybody. And so, you know, he didn't charge a ton for tickets or anything. I don't know where the money came from. In fact, it's never occurred to me to wonder where the money came from. (laughs) Maybe it was a front for the Yakuza. I have no idea. But, you know, from their point of view, I mean, these guys were like serious, serious guys. And they were kind of doing a favor for a friend. And then on top of that favor, they were already doing by just going up north and playing because there was nowhere else up there to play and there was no other reason to go there. They also entertained a young 20-something guy who they'd never heard of, of course, and had no reason to be particularly polite or kind to, and they were super lovely about everything, and just they couldn't have been more charming. And so... Um, I, am sad to hear that, uh, Jimmy left us. I'm so happy, of course, that we have the unbelievable body of music he left behind. And I will always be grateful that a 22 year old kid got to sit across from Jimmy Cobb and Eddie Gomez and Jeremy Steig and uh, just be treated like a normal human being. It was pretty great. A regular episode of the Jazz Session will be out in a couple of days. Um, I hope you're doing okay wherever you are, and uh, thank you so much to all of you who support this show and what I do.